0: What's happening, people? And what you know good? We'd like to thank you for listening and spending your time with us. This is Pulling Back the Curtain Podcast, the most provocative, the most exciting, the baddest, baddest podcast in the land. We come with the dopest topics, hitting with the rawest opinion while giving you the straight-up facts. No fake news here. I'm Jules. Oppressed. we are giving sight to the blind, ladies and gentlemen. So what's happening, what up with it, what you know good, and what it do? We'd like to thank you for tuning in and spending your time with us. You're listening to Pulling Back the Curtain podcast, the most provocative and entertaining podcast in this land. We're hitting you with the dopest topics, the rawest opinion, where I give you the straight-up facts. That's right, no fake news here. I'm Jules St. James.
1: I'm Dare Press.
2: I'm Novak.
0: We're giving sight to the blind, ladies and gentlemen. On today's pod, we'll be pulling back the curtain on the best and overrated 90s sitcoms. And saved by the bell, you're on the list. Fellas, what's popping?
1: <laughs> what's good, Jules?
2: It's kamikaze time, fellas. Oh, is it? Okay. Oh, man. Okay. No AC Slater. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, J- 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 Jules was AC Slater back in the day. <laughs> he still, still got the shorts on right now and the tank top. <laughs> 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 yes, I do. Base is really mobile.
3: down. You got the hair. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. mm-hmm still yeah, rocking that mullet yeah we're <laughs> joking earlier today that you know you had to run around and get your hair done early. i was like he probably in the shop
1: <laughs> mm. yeah jules jules is like yeah he's i got some errors around. i'm like man he about that getting that out uh, he getting that touch up on that just for me oh yeah <laughs>
3: getting
1: that soul glow
0: <laughs> oh speaking of touch up man that's so precious you had a birthday a, a while back a week ago huh
1: yeah man it it yeah it's crazy celebrating a birthday in 2020 it, it it was weird i I didn't do much man I didn't really do anything it, it was but I will say this I, I was very happy to to have another year because you guys know how there it was when we were coming up. Lord knows, I didn't mm-hmm. think I'll still be here, so I was definitely very happy for that, but man, just 2020s just been a weird year man. <laughs> just point blank oh yeah, oh yeah, so would you turn 30? Uh, twenty four. Twenty
0: four, man! Happy uh, uh, belated
1: that's, birthday, that's man! Hey, happy birthday. That's a good age. That's <laughs> a good age. We, I'm just gonna stay there. We'll stay there. That that was a good time in life. It's a good time in life.
2: Yeah, man, it was funny. I mean, that's the time you drive across the city for no reason. <laughs>
1: <laughs> ain't no I ain't gonna lie to you. Sometimes, man, I get in the car and I still drive across the city for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to see something. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just want to see people doing stuff different than i'm doing all, all we do at this age is we just pay bills and shit pay bills and
2: one and, 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 and then you're wake up the middle of the night with that dream and what if you didn't pay it <laughs> you're like i already paid this bill why the hell am i scared
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey Man, and you don't want to be like some of our folks where we were coming up when uh when you're like hey how come you ain't answering the phone
2: <laughs> right. Somebody, right. somebody want to talk to me? I ain't got nothing to say. <laughs> that phone will ring all day.
0: All you know, day. Speaking
2: just of speaking of bills, I had to go get a uh, renew my uh
0: my plate sticker.
1: Man, that thing is uh, is almost two hundred dollars. Yeah, dude, this is one seventy five now. Yeah. I when, did it go, when, did, when did it go? When it when it go up? Shit, Boy, I the last time I did it, it was like one thirty. I thought.
2: It's about two hundred. I, I gotta do that now. I'm riding around right now. Oh, I got.
1: I definitely <laughs> gotta take care of it. And we and listen. We got multiple cars, you know. So it's like, I, and you probably have the same situation.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, Jeez.
1: Wow. It's crazy, man. Well, what
0: are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Yeah, just sure. keep riding dirty. It's all right. Get a just suit. keep riding dirty. I,
1: I'm, I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna do that, Officer Jules. Not gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, dude, fellas, man, let's man. Let's have some fun, man. We Our last couple episodes, man, and obviously with what's been going on in the world, you know, we had to delve into some of that stuff. But for our audience, we wanted to hit you guys with a little something more lighthearted. So we wanted to, you know, talk to you guys about some of our, you know, favorite sitcoms in the 90s as we were coming up. And then also we want to hit you with some overrated ones, too, because we know that a lot of those sitcoms weren't so great. But before we get into the episode, We actually want to, uh, you know, introduce our new sponsor. So I wanted to just talk to you guys a little bit quickly about our new sponsor. So our sponsor is Sumato Coffee. What our new sponsor uh, looks at when it comes to coffee is they feel that coffee is best served two to 14 days after it's being roasted. So beyond that, they feel that it starts becoming stale. So at Sumato Coffee, they're incredibly concerned and transparent about when coffee is best roasted. And that's why they always put the roast date right on the bag of their coffee. Once they get your order, they'll roast the beans, they'll ship it to you within 48 hours. And lastly, they believe in respect and the integrity of the coffee bean and have made a conscious effort to never serve customers pre-ground coffee and only offer whole bean coffee to their customers. So this company basically realizes that the way that people traditionally drink coffee is kind of like outdated. So they want to take a different approach to the way coffee is being served. So for any of our listeners here on the Pulling Back the Curtain podcast, if you're interested in learning more about Sumato Coffee, their website is sumatocoffee.com. So that's spelled S-U-M-A-T-O-C-O-F-F-E-E.com. Also, if you're interested in ordering from them, you can use code BALLERSCOFFEE. So that's at sumato.com. Use Ballers Coffee. And you'll get a 20% discount courtesy of Pulling Back the Curtain podcast on your entire order. Or they have a subscription service with their platform and you'll get a 20% discount with that as well. So we want to thank our new sponsor, Sumato Coffee. Without that being said, we're going to get off and get into this episode, fellas. Let's talk 90 sitcoms. Can I use that code? <laughs> Man, go for it. Go for it. I'll go for it. Okay, cool. All right. It'll probably, it, hey, it'll probably help us because uh, you know sometimes some of our listeners, you know, we, we don't know where they're at with spinning any dough right now, but you know, so definitely, yeah, definitely. But no, so let's get into it. So, favorite '90s sitcoms, fellas. I don't know who wants to kick us off here, but we we, we wanted to start off with a list of our top five. Number five. Whenever you guys want to go into it, let's let's do it. I start it up. I got married with
2: children. Oh, nice!
1: Al Bundy in the building,
2: and, and the reason I put Mary Children number five, I spent a lot of time watching Al Bundy, and you know it's before, <laughs> you know it's before no, you know it's before Black Lives Matter, it's before the feminist movement, it's you know Al Bundy was everything. When you think about it, I mean you had no ma'am, I mean no Man was hilarious. You know they had those T-shirts. You know uh, Peggy was always trying to take his money and take it and take his sperm. he didn't want to sleep with her he sold shoes he saw ugly feet so I mean Al Bundy to me was pretty much you know that guy because I got a problem with women's feet due to Al Bundy you know I look down at people women's feet and I go oh my god I think about what would Al Bundy do I remember one episode he talked about chopping our toes off and putting her in a box I was like wow I mean he was man Al Bundy was just legendary I mean the way, the way he talked to Bud, the way he talked to Kelly, you know, Jefferson next door, who was kind of like a, a man that had really soft hands. It, it was a funny show. I mean, I love married <laughs> children. I
1: ain't going to lie to you. Uh, I used to always think Jefferson got beat by Marcy when I watched that show. I thought Marcy was a guy. <laughs> at had <the> season two. <laughs> she got to do a short haircut. Well, let me stop. Let me, let's not go there. <laughs> so, Well, <it> a, <laughs> she's a very strong lady. Oh, man. <laughs> I mean also, I mean one time let's shout out for Big Kelly Bundy in the building. Mercy. Woo. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Christina Applegate. Yeah. Chris, was-
0: Christina Applegate, yeah. She has a great career she had a great career.
1: Oh yeah. I mean,
2: you know, she has she has a pretty cool movies after that. I mean, but you just keep seeing Kelly Bundy. You know, like, you know, when you play a dumb character, it's hard to escape it. She did her best to escape Kelly
1: Bundy syndrome. Oh, she, she definitely tried, but and Novak, that's that's a good show right there. Because you like you said, man, before, you know, you know, we've dealt with a lot of things in America with, you know, our perception of like what's right and what's wrong, whatever. <laughs> but that show, man, that was cool. Like, cause all Al Bundy wanted to do was be left alone. He wanted to sit on his couch, watch some TV, and reminisce about scoring four mm-hmm. touchdowns in high school. That's all he cared about. Oh yeah. Oh man, Polkai. With
0: the infamous uh with that with his hand inside his pants while he's sitting down watching TV.
1: I mean shit. I mean hey, no different than the other man out here. Shit. Right, right. I remember the episode he went back to
2: high school and he scored that touchdown.
1: <laughs> oh
2: my God. Oh man. And Ed, O'Ne- Ed O'Neill was awesome.
1: And and they had a cool ass dog too.
2: Buck. Yeah, mm-hmm. that dog looked forty-five. The first episode, I've never seen an animal look old. From a, I, I hope that was the same buck. I don't think so. That dog looked dead. The first man. couple episodes, the first couple seasons. Oh man. <laughs>
0: it was like toxidermy. He was just sitting there.
2: Just sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> he had eyebrows and everything. Man, he's he's a racist eyebrows on set. I'm like, wow, the dog is actually acting right now. He's acting better than Kelly Bundy. <laughs>
0: But you know that you know I, I I man I love that uh show because, it was, it was it it, it didn't it they talked they talked how they feel man it was just a, a good show you didn't have to think of nothing it was just dude was just being dude just being a man being a man. Uh, that's and, been and, taken and, away. And
1: where was that show set out out of? I want to say that was Chicago. That's suburban Chicago. Yes, sir. And, you yeah, know, was it uh, was it Springfield? Was it Springfield? I f- uh, uh, it, it was. I forgot. No, it was. A, it was like a suburb right outside of Chicago. was a suburb.
2: Okay. Open up, you know, with the shot uh, the Sears Tower.
0: Yep. Okay. Nice. Right. 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 That's right. Nice, man. Right, that's hey, a good. That's a that's good one. one. That's, that's a good, a good one.
3: one.
0: <laughs> now, I hope you guys. I'm gonna come with my number five, man. I hope you guys uh, think this is a good one too. Y'all remember Rock.
1: Oh yeah, your boy uh, Charles Dutton.
0: <laughs> yeah, now Rock aired from ninety one to ninety four, but you know, that was a short. Uh, that was a short run. Yeah, it was a short run, but I think Rock was, it was, it was a sitcom. It was a comedy, but they they talked. They was hitting on some real issues. You know, saying Rock Emerson, he, he played as city uh, uh a garbage man collector, and he also you know he's. Working and also he has a wife, uh, and um his brother and his father live with him. And they talked about their storylines were about about racism and, and and careers and and I remember one episode in particular where a, a dope dealer moved uh, next door to next door to him, and Rock had took a stand and talking about he want him out there because he don't want you know dudes selling dope and messing up the neighborhood. And he took a stand and get him up out of there but dude paid rock a visit but rock didn't he didn't step he didn't bow down to him he stood toe-to-toe and was like listen as long as you're gonna be here i'm being your face until you get up out of here and they was hitting on subjects like that but in the in the com in the comical type way that's what that's what i really dug rock because i was like man this dude he was this dude was a man he you know and i think uh the funnier he gets, when the more angry he get. That's when funny he gets. But that's that's one reason I
1: like him. I'll tell you one thing about Rock, man. He was about that life. I, I wouldn't have wanted him as a neighbor because he was intimidated, bro. Oh, yeah, you're cool with that head. Yeah. That boy got a head on him now. You were in the drug dealing episode when the drug
2: dealer basically moved him to the block and he and Rock grabbed him by the throat. <laughs> yup. Right, know, funny, right. yeah. You remember? Uh, no, hey, Novak, you remember, man. Well remember, I mean, you're talking about you're gonna close your business down. You gonna leave the neighborhood, that yeah. like, I, I was like, wow, and the way he looked at him, you know, he gave him that he gave him that Charles S. Dutton stare. He looked at him like, you know, he had magic he like he was gonna take his mind or something like that. I mean, you know, he was a he was a funny dude, man. Well, I mean the show wasn't meant to be funny, but he but was, it was funny. funny
1: though. It was it was real funny. Yeah. He was cheap, mm-hmm. he collected garbage <laughs> and you you're know, this- and we all got people in our family like Joey. Joey was a fucking scumbag deadbeat.
3: hmm
0: Yeah.
1: With long shirts mm-hmm. looking for him. Well, <laughs>
0: right. He had potential because he was a trumpet player. Right. He had potential,
2: just didn't want to apply. Well, you got to watch the musicians, man. You know how they go pretty <laughs> much. <laughs> Yo. I wonder how, that, I wonder how that,
0: that, that scene would work out in today's time with him telling, uh, telling the dope deal that he, he just going to be in his face 24-7.
1: We get a shot. Uh, uh, I, I'll say the season would have been not been three years; it'd have been uh, two weeks. They would have had they would
2: have had, a, would have had like a, a rally for Rock out rocking his neighborhood. At that point, he would have been he would have got his own
1: street. Novak, you you a fool? That's all I'm gonna say. Whoa, whoa, he whoa, whoa! He get his own street. He said he would have had his own boulevard, Yeah, own boulevard, Rock <laughs> Avenue. <laughs> all the garbage
2: trucks
1: oh, over man. there basically blow the horn twice when they pick up the garbage. <laughs> hey, hey just real quick, man. Uh, I'm gonna say your number five. That just got me nostalgic, man. About the '90s, bro. That was a that was a good one, man. That that was a good show, bro. Real good show.
0: Oh man, thank you, man. Coming for you, Pres, man. I really appreciate. it. Thank you, man.
1: But you know, it also makes me mad that Fox they uh they slept on the black sitcom. Uh, that's all I'm gonna say. Yeah.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm. You
1: know. What I'm, I'm getting ready. To, I'm getting ready to go left field on you guys, and you guys definitely are about to come for me. And I already know, and I'm waiting for it to happen. Uh, my number five is uh, the Golden Girls.
2: Oh wow! Yes. Oh snap! Yeah, dude. Uh, the most sarcastic show of all time. Yes. Be, uh,
1: Be Arthur. Mhm. Ooh, <laughs> ain't man, No, I ain't mad at you. Thank you. Thank you, bro. <laughs> so that one, man, that was a show I used to watch with my grandma, man, when I was coming up, dude. So Saturday number nights. Five. Dude, it used to come on, you already know It used to come on uh, before Empty Nest But I'm probably telling my age, whatever and But uh, the night. That's, <laughs> that's right So, no, man, this show For me was, was awesome because it, it just brought me Back to just those simple times growing up Watching that with her And just, you know, that's when life was simple man. It was just before Bills, before You know, we became jaded with life It's just, it's a show with four women And they just was out there living their best lives And for me I like that damn Sophia. She was so sarcastic, and she just came for everybody. And she kind of even reminded me of my grandma, because you guys both met my grandma. My grandma Mm -hmm. was, if she liked you, she liked you. But if if she weren't really fucking with you, then she had some words for you. And uh, that's kind of how Sophia was for me. Sophia was just one of those people that she always had something smart-ass to say, and I love that shit. It was just it's really funny, you know, when I think about that shit. And then my favorite episode of that show, actually – was when Sophia showed more of her like uh, she showed more of her human side. And you guys may not even remember this episode, but it was like the only black character I ever remember being on the show. And this guy, surprisingly, he had some sort of mental issue. I think he might have had dementia or Alzheimer's. I don't know what it was, but Sophia she actually befriended this guy and she showed more of like a human side to him. And it was it was crazy because at that time when we were kids, we didn't see a lot of like African American actors on TV, you know. So and that situation, you know, it was just kind of cool seeing Sophia kind of like rallying around this guy and, and basically helping him out because he was in distress. So that that was my number five.
2: That's a pretty good pick. Solid pick. I mean, I spent a lot of time with my grandma watching Golden Girls. I remember, I remember that theme song would come on. I knew I had to go to bed. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, but, you know, yeah, Blanche was just downright nasty. You know, she was screwing everybody. You know. Hey, yeah,
1: she hey Blanche a gave
2: one. zero fucks, bro. Mm-hmm. I mean, she was getting it in every episode. I still remember the episode, the one where uh, Sophia tried to fake like she got hurt when she's working with Dorothy's uh, ex-husband. They were going to sue. Oh, with Stan. Yeah, Stan, yeah. they were going to sue. That was funny.
1: Yep. Yep. Man, you know what? Man, I'm happy you guys messed with me on that one, because I thought I was just waiting. I was like, man, they about to clown me on this one. No, it was you.
2: a good show. It was a good show. I mean... I spent a lot of time watching that show, and I watched the syndication. And I actually had a Golden Girls T-shirt a couple of years ago. It was pretty funny.
1: Who and hey, who who's your favorite character, that? I, I I would say I would say Blanche
2: was my favorite character because you know she was like simple, but at the same time funny. And sometimes they were always laughing at her. Yeah, that's yeah, they, what's up, they, man.
1: They, they 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 definitely always came for her because she had a different boyfriend every episode.
2: Mm-hmm. Every episode. I remember one episode. Uh, somebody said, "That's more you got more malice on you than a than a, uh, Hugo." I was like, "Wow, damn!" damn. <laughs> and
3: their
2: and their humor and their wit was so evil. You have to really listen to them describe. You know, when they talk about each other, it's brutal.
1: Dude, especially with B. Arthur, she she was she was tough on that Dorothy. She came for people too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dude, it was so funny about it. she looked
2: old, and she really wasn't that old.
1: <laughs> no, she wasn't. Yeah, but if you remember a lot of the shows that she was in, she always played that character. you like, I know you like in your 40s, but why do you look so old? It was it was crazy. And why how about
0: you? uh, how about Betty White, man? Still going strong, dude.
1: Dude, 98 years old. Shout man. out to Betty White. I know. Wow, man. Yeah, COVID. Yeah, take that, cause Betty White's still out here thriving, son. I know. Yeah, you know, what, you got for, what you got for number four, Novak? I got
2: Seinfeld, and I will tell you why I got Seinfeld. That, that show was just hilarious. You know, it was one of those shows. The reason I didn't rate it higher is because you got to really pay attention to Seinfeld, and I, I didn't like it at first. And I remember watching George Costanza. You know, his his job at the Yankees, and that was hilarious to me. The way you know he'd be talking to Steinbrenner, and you never see him; <laughs> you just see his hands and his feet. And he'll be in the office, whatever. I mean, George Costanza was hilarious. I, I think about all the funny uh things they created. You know, you know, they created uh you know, you know, they you know, you had the soup, you had the soup Nazi, you no know, soup for you. I remember that. You had uh you had the episode where you know, where uh Seinfeld who basically Jerry was the original uh, shoe guy on T V. He was rocking new shoes, new Nikes every week. Yeah, yeah. So he I used to watch Seinfeld sometimes to see what type of heat Jerry brought. I mean, Jerry Jerry Seyfield was the original you know, shoe gank, shoe king. if you know what I mean, in that situation, because his shoe game was phenomenal. He's wearing, like, Jordans. He's wearing Barclays. He's wearing Air Force Ones. And I'm like, this is Jerry Seinfeld we're talking about. And he was always color-coordinated, which is hilarious to me. I think George Costanza is my favorite character because he just didn't care. He said whatever he wanted to say. He was ignorant. Uh, he didn't care about being ignorant. I mean, Kramer was, Kramer was like absent-minded and we all know what happened to Kramer years later, <laughs> you know, and that's just, you know, in life. So, <laughs> yeah, life, life. Yeah, yeah, he went, he went down a he, certain path he, he shouldn't go down. He,
1: yeah. He, he lost his way, huh? He lost his way.
2: And, you know, hopefully he finds his way back home one day. <laughs> maybe, maybe he might <my> accept his apology. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> I would say that, uh, I just love watching Jerry. I love, I love watching Jerry tell tell a story. And I like how they opened up the show with him doing stand up every week. And it was a relevant uh, stand-up monologue to open up the show. So that was my number four.
1: That's a solid That's one. That's a good man. choice, that, that, man. That was that was a good show, plus damn Newman, right? Oh man, Newman.
0: <laughs> Newman. And then um you also had uh uh Elaine, I believe it was her name, right?
2: Oh yeah, she was she
1: was a, she was a baddie though, low key.
2: Yeah, she was, she was pretty crazy. I mean, you know, I still, I still remember festivals for the rest of us. Oh, that had my stomach hurting. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and you guys ever do that? Uh, with your with your jobs, they ever do Festivus? No, no. I mean, I wanted to. <laughs> yeah, we we've done that in a couple of jobs. It's kind of it's kind of funny. Kind of funny. What you got for us, Jules? Number four.
0: All right, so number four, I got the Wayne brothers happy and we're seeing it and man it. man i got the Wayne brothers man i watch every time they come on uh on syndication um uh, uh either uh uh mtv2 or something like that i always check it out man uh you know the Wayne brothers aired from 95 to 99 another short you know not too long they're decent i guess you had brothers sean and marlon uh williams is the names on the show but the uh is <laughs> the Wayne Sean, and and Marlon Wayne, but also you you had Pops played by John uh, Witherspoon, rest in peace, man. That that brother was funny, man. Bang, bang, funny. bang, man. Yeah, that's all he was doing to talk about in the um, in the uh in that show was just banging and stuff all the time. Bang, <laughs> <laughs>
3: hey,
0: bang, bang. I remember he he. I remember he talked about him hooking up with Della Reese.
1: Yep,
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> boy. Man, that show was funny. So the premise of it was, you know, Sean and Marlon, they both uh, lived in an apartment in Harlem. And Sean owned a newsstand. Marlon used to work with his pops, but ended up getting fired <laughs> and started working with his brother <laughs> and stuff like that at the newsstand. Uh, they also had a security guard named D who just, who never did any security work, but just gossiped on the phone, looking for dudes and stuff. Man, that show was funny. Uh, who's,
1: your, who's your favorite character on there?
0: Oh man, my favorite character is Pops. That's my that's my favorite character. He always talking about you like I say banging. He was so I guess, banging women and pulling his belt out every time uh his boys uh don't do what he don't do what he tell them to do and uh and 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 <laughs> selling in worst cook. Everybody talk about his cooking not being good. That chili, <laughs> that chili, that was killing people. Was, yeah, it hey, that. <laughs> that chili. Hey, he call it a mystery. He called it mystery chili, man. Is there's a there's a surprise in every bowl. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. no, you I know what, man, that.
1: Jules? That makes me sad, man. Every every show that you talked about, it had a short run. I'm like, man, why why did they respect our shows, bro? I I,
0: I yeah, I get you, but it's it's gonna get better. It's gonna get better now. I got I got
1: more for you. Okay, you got better. Okay. That was one of those that was a WB show, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's WB, yeah.
1: All right, well. But you know what? What was that show that they had on the WB that played for like a decade that I man, what was that show? Uh oh you talk- Dawson's Creek or some shit?
2: Yeah, yeah, you yeah, That Creek. trash? Creek. Uh-uh. Uh-huh. I don't remember with Dawson who was thirty five years old playing a high school kid. Yeah, I'm like, what are he we must- doing? Man over beacon hairline was receding, and you know, he was 35 chasing out to Joey. You know, chasing out to Joey that was terrible, it was terrible. And Pacey was weak,
1: <laughs> like man, you said, his, he, hairline I, was, his hairline was receding back then. James Van
0: Overbeek, how you know how you know these characters, Novak? Oh man, <laughs> what are you talking
2: about, man? What's going on, man? What's, what's, going, what's going on? Going brother? on? I, I did, I'm looking at my notes. What are you talking about? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay all right. <laughs> I, thought gonna have have, I thought we go going to. I thought we to have a talk after this. Now, <laughs> oh, man. man, you know what? They they just you know the show was always on, man. It, it, it was a better. It,
1: you know, One Tree Hill was funny though. I mean, <laughs> that one was mm. decent. But that that damn Dawson's Creek, no, I, I, that, that thing was trash. Dawson was trash.
2: Yeah, one mm. Tree mm. Hill. They opened up with that song on there. They had the They had R and B song. Open up. with That dude singing
1: that note. Oh, it's having my stomach hurting. <laughs> Well, I'll okay. say uh for my number four fellas, uh, you know, I don't know how you guys feel about it. Uh Drew, you brought it up on the open. Saved by the bell, son. Word? Yes, sir. Dude, that show Okay when I when I think about that show, it, it reminds me of Saturday mornings, man, as a kid. That that, that was my show. Now I didn't I didn't All fuck right. with hang I didn't fuck with hang time too much. Sorry, Anthony <laughs> oh, oh, he had no hang time. How no is hang, hang time. time? What oh, they call teddy bear?
2: I'm like,
1: get teddy your bear. ass out of here, boy! Oh, god, he sweated the whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so they, they they can miss me with that show, but uh, save about save by the bill. That that was my jam, man. So I'll say, for me, my favorite character on that show was Kelly Kapowski, and that was like that was that. She was the, she was everything. She was the original dime piece for me on uh when we were coming up. Just that's just my personal opinion on her, but. She was bad, and okay. I low key hated on Zach because, like, I didn't really care for Zach Morris's character because I was like, man, this dude—he's like entitled, got everything. He had that goddamn cell phone. I just hated all that. He had a car, he thought he was a shit, like whatever. So, mm-hmm. so when uh, later on in that episode, in that in that series, when Kelly like broke up with him because she started dating that guy, uh, uh, the her boss uh, when she was working at the Max, that creep that was like uh, he was in college. And he was like our right, manager, yeah. and Kelly started dating him. And remember, I don't know if you guys, I don't know how deep you guys get into this show, but I'm about to go deep on this. So on my episode that I really loved about this is when Zach and Kelly, they were like dancing at the max. It must have been like some sort of like a homecoming dance kind of thing. And Kelly called uh, Zach by dude Jeff's name and shit. And then all of a sudden, Zach has this epiphany like, oh my God, my girl's cheating on me or this shit's over with. And you can see mm-hmm. the pain in his face. And me as a kid, I was just kind of like enjoying that whole situation of him just heartbroken. <laughs> I loved every second of it and shit. But just for our audience just listening, Jeff was a scumbag. He was probably like a junior mm-hmm. or a senior in college at the time, messing with a high school girl. It's not cool. Just just saying.
0: And then, what, hey, hey, hey Perez, what happened? Uh, what happened with Jeff? Was was he messing around?
1: Yeah, he had other mm-hmm. girls. He had girls on college campus. You know, yeah. I think. He, He saw Kelly like she was something to eat, you know, and that's pretty much what that was about. A
0: little appetizer, a little snack.
1: Yeah. And you know what? It's funny, right? Because we coming up, we didn't know no better. All Kelly did was kiss him, but she felt so guilty about that kiss that she broke up with Zach. That's the Mm -hmm. 90s for you. (laughs) Oh,
2: yeah. Poor Zach, man. That was a great show on Saturday mornings. I mean, yeah, I, I you know, they were cool. I mean, Screech, you had Screech on that show. You know, he was just strange for no reason. You had Lisa Turtle. who Oh, man. I mean, she was <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, the fallen man over there, man. I ain't never seen a person, you know, and they're doing a reunion show, and they won't even talk to her about the reunion show because, you know, she's dealing with a few things. But, yeah. yeah she, that, she lost her way too, huh? Yeah. She had another fallen... From the uh, '90s icon, you know in that situation. But oh, yeah, wow. she, yeah, she was good on the show. <laughs> I'll hey, I you gonna guys,
0: lie. I ain't gonna lie, guys. Like, yeah, I, I used to watch. I used to watch hell out that show, man. Yeah,
1: dude, we we all did. And, and yeah. anybody, anybody that grew up with us and they try to act like they didn't, you lying, you lying. And on top of it, yo ass wish that you was eating at the max. Cause guess what, I did too. And but I did get to eat at the max though. I spent two hundred dollars on some burgers and fries and some drinks when they had to pop up. Oh, yeah, it was expensive. The one on the north side? I remember. Yeah. yeah
2: the wait to get there was crazy. You go check I it out? I went there. Yeah. I went there. I had to do it.
1: <laughs> you had to. Yeah. You know, McKinney. Because this, this, was, this was before Corona, so I picked up the phone, took a picture. Now, shit, you wiping that phone down and doing all kind of shit to it. Well, <laughs> it was nice.
2: It was nice to see it in person. I mean,
1: it, it was a nice pop-up.
2: Bayside. say by the
0: bell.
1: Thanks. Shout out, Mister Building. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Fuck you, Zach. Oh, what you got, man. number three? <laughs> number three, I got. Oh, <laughs> man. What's <that> dude? Man, <laughs>
2: hardcore man. <laughs> you want to replace that man? <laughs> oh man. Yeah, my number three is Martin, and I tell you why it's Martin. Oh, Martin Lawrence Novak. Hold on, hold on, hold on, Novak. Hold on, hold on. <laughs>
0: Hold on. You know what? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I shouldn't do that. You know what? People out there pulling back the curtain, podcast. I w- I was wrong for doing it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Finish no Banking. and then I- I'll jump in.
2: The reason I picked Martin is because Martin Lawrence. You know, I'm talking about before the medication, before walking down the street doing run tail that, before before he got naked in the of traffic and everything else was awesome. You know, what show do you know where a guy could play nine different characters on one show? (laughs) I mean, you had, you had, I mean, you had Shanene, you had Jerome, you had Roscoe, Dragonfly Jones, you had Edna Payne, when he played Cole's mama, that was terrible. You had old Otis, you had Elroy (laughs) Preston, you had Bob, the mechanic. (laughs) and he did the, you know, he did Whiteface on TV. I was like, wow. You know, and, and, and it was before that was offensive. He played a white face character. This is before white chicks. This is before the Wayans did. It. it was hilarious. Then you had King Beef. You know, he had that guy. You know, he used to dance like he was MC Hammer. He making fun of Hammer, King Beef. <laughs> so I was <would> saying, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh my God, man! I, I was I was watching the Dragon. I was watching a dragon Dragonfly Jones clip the other day, and I was like, I was spitting water everywhere. I mean, it was hilarious. You know, you got a you know, thirty-six-year-old man you know, doing karate and teaching karate and getting broken down by students. And then you had the guy who doubled his uh, brother man come in and be his assistant. (laughs) uh, It was so funny. I mean, you know, you had brother man, hustle man. You know, you had, uh, I mean, there's a lot of of great characters on that show. I mean, you think about, I mean, Gina, Pam, and everybody. Go ahead. And I was going to say, you had Nipsey, too. He was funny as hell. Oh, he was hilarious. Nipsey was a hater. Nipsey was always tipping him off. remember when Gina left him and she had the other dude for a while? And Nipsey, yep. like, she up in here with that new dude. <laughs> 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 and then you think about Tommy. Everybody knows a Tommy. A person we don't know what they do for a living, but they got a job. And then you know, it was hilarious. Then you they don't forget Red was on that show. Remember the guy, the guy is uh the guy with the red hair, he was so ugly. He's an actor, he's also Are the five dude, dude from Comic View. Yeah. Yeah. Real ugly comedian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's, he's in the background. and don't forget Miss Jerry was ignorant. Miss Jerry reminded me Ms. of like um uh, you know, remind me pretty much of like uh you know, somebody my aunt or my grandma, somebody telling like it mm-hmm. is. And then don't forget Valentino on the show, that was Chris Rock. <laughs> yep, yep, <laughs> I mean, yeah, right. Yeah, Valentino. Valentino. And then uh, oh, don't forget, man. don't forget about Stan. You know, that was Garrett Morris. You know, oh, um,
0: yeah, Garrett Morris, legendary
1: man. Oh, man, he was, I mean, he was so cheap, man. Yeah, the, the, yeah he showed sure was. he was
2: really cheap. Then you had the young Tracy Morgan on there. Oh, my god, hustle Tracy man! Morgan, hustle yeah. man. Yeah. Oh, my god, but yeah, I mean, still, my favorite character on that show probably it, it probably had to go to it probably had to be Jerome. He showed up as Jerome the first time on the show. I didn't know what to say because you know. I always like black exploitation as a kid because, you know, my granddad let me watch the Mac and Superfly and stuff like that, and I was supposed to watch it. <laughs> so when I saw Jerome show up, I'm like, oh, this is a player here. Yeah, i watched the show. And he had, that, you know, he had that MCM suit on, and then he had that Gucci suit, and then he had that perm, and he had them bad teeth. I was like, oh, my God, whose uncle is that? I said, "Who uncle is That's the Jerome's player from the Himalayas. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, he tried to holler at Pam talking. I'm a I'm a mount you horse. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) He called it a stallion. That was oh my God. He he loved him some Pam, didn't he? Oh he loved him some Pam, man. The sad thing about Martin is you only got five seasons, 132 episodes. I tried to buy the box set and I can't find one with where the actual DVDs aren't scratched
1: up. So I'm gonna probably try to find another another method of getting them, if you know what I mean. I'll tell you one thing, uh, Novak. If you could find uh, somewhere that's got seasons one through four, that's mm-hmm. all you need because that fifth season was trash. It was trash. I mean, yeah. could, they couldn't yeah. be in the same room together.
2: You know, Him, oh. him and him and Gina couldn't be in the same room. And then, you know, when Martin uh, joined that coach, that's when he went to trash. <laughs> oh, he was, uh, what was his
1: name? Sunflower? What was his name? Sunflower.
2: Uh, oh, my God. He showed up with that robe on with that half-braided side of his head. Oh. <laughs> Oh my God! It was, it was it was out there. What you what you got? Right. That that was that was a good right, one. So, Man,
0: you know what? No back. I man, I thought. Mar- I thought it'd be it'd be higher, but number three is a good good spot, man. Number three is a good spot. Martin was uh, that was a good show, man. That's a good choice. That was a good choice. Uh, okay, so my number three, is the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Okay. Man, it came on. you know, it, it ran from 90 to 96, created by the, the, the man, the icon, Quincy Jones. So you had Will Smith, of course, played himself, James Avery, Uncle Phil, you know. Uh, so the premise of it was this, this this Street Sparks kid who from West Philadelphia who got to, got to move out there with his rich uncle and aunt because he got into a fight and his mom got scared and stuff. So he had to up and relocate, so he won't get in trouble, and then also to provide a better life for him. So he had to adjust from, from his Philly ways, his street ways, into a Bel Air type atmosphere, hanging around with rich folks and stuff, and trying to put them on, on put put them on game and stuff, on how to be cool and stuff. I I I really like that show, man. I really uh thought it was thought it was pretty good, pretty funny.
1: Who was your uh, favorite character?
0: My favorite character was. It was it, I, it was will okay will was will was real funny you know at the time see will came out uh with the uh you know him and dj jazzy jeff was you know had that doing that thing i think he only had two albums before he got that uh when he hit that that uh got that job uh for the fresh prince because uh that album he's the dj i'm the rapper was 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 uh was dope for him and it, for his career. I think really put him on the map, I believe. And um so when the episodes came out, man, it was man. I thought it was pretty I thought it was pretty good. Pretty funny. I I catch him I catch him today and still watch him.
1: Oh yeah, that was that was a solid one. That was a solid one for sure. Uh my number three uh me and Novak were thinking the same on this mine was uh Martin as well. Um okay. I mean, dude, when when you think about that show, and and, and obviously Novak, he hit that pretty well, so I'm not going to retrace anything he said, but the big thing when I think of that show, I think of Martin's ability to play multiple characters. (laughs) Fucking hilarious. But also, too, uh, I like the fact that when you think about that show, this was before Fox became the way that they became, where now I feel like they wouldn't have a show like that on their network, or back then, that show was all about uh, unadulthated blackness, so Martin and his whole crew, like man, they were just doing whatever the hell they wanted to do. They were funny, they were clowning, and they tackled a lot of social issues, and I think that that's really important when we look at the way some of the shows nowadays that I don't even really watch, I feel like these shows now they're like kind of bubblegum. They don't really talk about anything at least from my standpoint, they don't talk about anything at least mean, meaningful uh, to to way the way I think about it. and also no, too, great. yeah, and when you think about that show. You got to think about that dynamic. Martin and Gina, we were coming up. That was like the epitome of like the black relationship. Like those two, they just kind of went hand in hand with each other. And it's, it's kind of a shame that Martin kind of lost his way. And he thought that that relationship was like for real in real life. But, you know, that's a, another mm-hmm. story for another day. But he kind of lost his way when he came to Gina. Uh, and then also my favorite character was similar to yours, uh, Novak. I mean, when you watch that show – Jerome was the ultimate, bro. He was the player, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What did he say? He say he was the original player from the Himalayas. Ooh, like the original. <laughs> mm-hmm. so that dude, he he was stuck in the '70s, but he always talked in the rhymes, and he actually reminded me of. Uh, I'm just getting ready to go really hard here on this one. He reminds me of my cousin's husband. Like he's got that he's got that perm. Uh, he's stuck in the '70s, but he don't have nothing Gucci, you know. So if you listening, damn. Like, you still got the same hair as Jerome. But uh, mm-hmm. the thing about it is, when you look, you look at a guy like Jerome, uh, that mar he, he was just crazy. He was crazy. He didn't care what he said. He was kind of, he was kind of, uh, he was also at the same time, even though he was like a loudmouth, he was also kind of chill at the same time because he had his moments where he was like, he, he didn't do all that extra stuff, you know, because there were some moments where he when he talked to, uh, he would say, Pam, he would call a junk in the trunk, right?
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah call <it> junk.
1: <laughs> yeah, he would call it junk right but <laughs> but he would have some moments oh, where he man. would like actually be kind of down to earth so I, I kind of like that and the, my funny uh episode when it comes to Martin and you guys probably remember this remember when uh they stole Martin somebody stole or took Martin's CD player and he mm-hmm. did New Jack City vibe oh yeah everybody mm-hmm that shit had me dying, bro, because remember he was like, he basically cut all the lights off and he was going around interrogating everybody. He had that damn stuffed animal that was supposed to be a dog. Right. He was barking the dog and shit at people. That shit had me crying, dude. <laughs> dude, if people, and you know what, in that episode, if you look
0: at Tommy in the background, he was rolling. Yeah. He would have to turn his head because he was he was busting up on uh, on episodes when Martin was uh he jumped over the dog and they act like the dog started uh, growling and barking. Oh, man.
3: <laughs> Dude,
0: that was stupid, man. And he told Cole to sit your five dollar ass down for I I me change. Yep, <laughs> yep.
1: But you know what the craziest part about the whole time, Bruntman was the one that had the CD player
2: the whole time. Yeah,
1: yep. <laughs> and bro, and you know what, Novak, you you missed that character, but Bro, man, he was hilarious. From the, from the, he would floor. just come up at, in and out of Martin's crib, whatever the hell he wanted to.
2: Asking for food, taking stuff, jumping back out the window. You know, he went. He always came back. He always went out the way he came in. That was so funny. And then, and then he would get that head nod. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he said, "Didn't you see my note? I left it in the
0: cap in the cabinet." And he was like, "He's like, why would you leave a note in the cabinet?" Because I he ran out of all the toilet paper.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Hey yo, what, what was your favorite uh, episode on there? Oh uh, Martin, well,
2: uh, oh Martin, I I gotta say probably probably my favorite my probably my favorite episode is probably when he um is it, is is when you know you okay they go said what's that episode is when he fought uh Tommy Hitman Hearns. And he got those knots on oh, his head.
1: Oh, he nice. got messed up. He got oh, messed man. up.
2: You know, every time a fighter loses a fight in real life, he put those pictures up. Like, he looking like Martin off of that episode. I mean, oh, he was messed up. He had those lumps, and he was sitting on the couch the next day talking, and you couldn't see his mouth move. up. That was terrible.
0: <laughs> oh, man. That was funny because, like,
2: Cause you, said, yeah, you you. because you, you, you saw that punch coming too. Mm-hmm. He saw it coming. I was like, wow. And the fact that Gina sat there and pretended like he just didn't get smacked, you know, get beat down like that and stayed with him was hilarious. Hey,
1: I'm telling you, Gina was a ride or die, bro. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. What you got for number two? Uh, I got a living color. Nice.
2: And, and the reason I got a nice. living color is because, you know, Man, you talking about those characters on there. I mean, you get into Vera, you get into Fire Marshal Bill, you get into Handyman, you get into—I uh, mean, you get—you get, you get into Wonder. You know, you go—you go back to Men on Film, something you couldn't do today because you did Men on Film today. It's gonna be a lot of people outside with picket signs. I mean, that, you know, it was—it was the first time. You know, some guys play—you know get some guys play—you know—feminine guys on TV. And it was funny. And you know, you were looking like, wow. And so it's like, it had me cracking up. I mean, and they were blatantly trying to be feminine. You know, on that show, two thumbs up and a snap. And then, you know, you <laughs> were like, wow, they really going there with this. And they went there, and, and, people, and people were offended, but they didn't know what to say. So it's not like with social media today, what would happen pretty much. They would take those clips, put it on social media, and say they're wrong. I mean, the Wayans were ignorant before ignorance was ignorance was uh, was unacceptable. And you think about mm-hmm. it. I mean, you think about Homie the Clown. Think about a clown. And most kids are scared of clowns. I got, I you know, I got a friend who's scared of clowns. He said that Ronald McDonald assaulted him when he was small, beat the hell out of him. Oh, damn. Yeah. Wow. So Homie the Clown to him represented a, a sociopath. He's he always thought the clowns were crazy people who put on makeup to hurt children. So, Homie the Clown, when he was ripping kids' socks, yo, he was terrified. You know, I thought it was
1: hilarious. Well, Ronald, then, Mc, Ronald McDonald was a weird-looking white man, so yeah. I can feel your buddy. Mm-hmm. Mm. Then, don't forget Frenchie, who looked like Rick James with the perm. He
2: had them. He had them sunglasses on that gold chain. <laughs> Frenchie. <laughs> Frenchie. <laughs> then you had uh, you had Vera. You know when, uh, when Jim Curry played that that muscle-bound uh, Vera, uh, Vera? Oh Lyle. yeah. Oh, man, oh. just strong for no reason. And then don't forget about the head detective. You remember that? The guy was like, the uh, head did, did, oh, my dude. God, throw me at him. Man, he, man, oh, when he threw Ken Aaron across the screen to go tackle somebody, man, I was laughing so hard. My stomach hurt.
0: <laughs> man, that is a, that is a classic show, dude. That is a classic show. Dude. Yeah, don't forget you know about it. That, that,
1: that was when Fox was progressive, man, because that show was ahead of its time. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. And they tried everything to slow them down. Like they got they got a living color book out there right now, and it's really sad and deep how they tried to like slow that show down because it was so controversial that they were getting hit from everywhere, and they had to tell them to tone it down. And then you know the wayans ultimately lost creative control of the show, and then they brought on you know you brought on Jamie Foxx. They got Wanda, you know, Jim, you know Jim Carrey started to write a little bit more, but I think you know mm-hmm. at the height of his power. Not, nothing messed with it. I mean, you, you think you know? You think about uh, Antoine, our famous, our favorite homeless person, carried his own shit in the jar. And the first time he had his pee and his poop in the jar, I was like, "Wow!" And you know, you we know, was you know, I know it was real. This little kid watching it back in the day, because I remember you ride your bike all day. Well, I, well, I, I couldn't really ride my bike because I grew a little bit too fast. So, so I'll be on a ten yeah. speed to be eight years old. But I come in the house. I come out and watch Living Color every every eight o'clock every I every, uh, was at Friday night. Oh, it was so funny! I mean, one of the funniest shows ever, man. I still my favorite. My favorite probably is watching Head Detective. You know, I thought it was something so mm-hmm. funny about a gal you saw was, you know you know had a huge head, and you put the little shoes on him. was like, wow, this is <laughs> not going on right now. It was hilarious. And, and don't forget about the Fly Girls. Oh yeah, the Fly Girls. Oh
0: yeah, little yeah. young J Lo. Yeah,
2: Rosie Perez Rosie Perez doing her thing. You had uh I mean you had musical guests and they had political messages after every show. I remember the first time yeah. they had Public Enemy on the show and I was like, wow, you know, they on there doing Don't Bleed the Hype and I'm like, this is cold. I mean you had Eric B and Rakim showed up, you mm-hmm. had Heavy D, you had uh De La Soul showed up. So they were doing conscious rappers back in the 90s and they basically put a lot of these guys on. So that's what made Living Colors so so nice to me. Introduced us to like fashion, music, and culture, and made fun of people
1: at the same time. Also, uh, don't forget about handyman. This might not be PC, but that that mm-hmm. that shit was fucking hilarious too.
2: Oh, it was hilarious, man. He flying through
0: the sky, Yeah, don't ever estimate the power of the handicap, man.
2: That's uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> and don't and don't forget, don't forget about Mr. Tubbs. Oh wow, that's another goal! Mm-hmm. Hey mm-hmm. hey, your mama ain't got no legs. <laughs> yeah <laughs> so she's right. Like, well, she's gonna walk up to me.
1: <laughs> man. Oh,
2: man, and Duke, you remember the dead dog, Duke? Oh my god! <laughs> Come on, Duke! <laughs> dog, the dog is dead. That was terrible. <laughs> yeah, that that that's my that's one of my favorite shows of all time, hands down.
0: That's a good one. That's a good one. All right. Okay. Um, my number two, it, it, it come from the, the in living color family and that's Jamie Foxx.
1: Okay. All right. The
0: Jamie Foxx show. It ran from 96 to 2001, you know, Jamie King, uh, Jamie Foxx played Jamie King on the show. He's an aspiring actor who heads to Hollywood and hope to find fame and fortune in the industry, but to support himself, he worked at his uncle's, uh, his uncle uh played by garrett morris uh junior king and they have a a hotel l a king is called king's tower and and i, I jamie fox is just is just a fool man he, you know like uh novak said he came with uh with uh wanda and kind of bit you know bit off of, of martin a little bit but it was still funny man i uh jamie king i mean jamie fox is talented I mean, not only he—he—he—he's—he's he's funny, but he also he can play instruments, he can sing and stuff like that. So, and he displayed all of that on on the show and stuff. And um, and then of course you had uh, uh, old girl to play uh fancy Francesca, uh, God, what is her name, man? Oh, Garcia, Garcia. I believe that's a. I believe that's her name, but hey, 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 I, I, that was my number two because that's. That show was just, just real funny, and I catch it every time if it come on. I watch it.
1: Yeah, she was that was Garcelle, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. Garcelle.
0: Yeah, Garcelle. Yeah,
1: yeah. She was, she was bad. She was bad. What was your uh, What was your favorite episode of the Jamie Foxx show? Oh man, it's a
0: whole. Point. I want to say my favorite one because you know uh, Jamie Foxx did Any Given Sunday. Yeah, he was he played quarterback on Any Given Sunday, Steamy mm-hmm. Willie Beeman. So it was an episode on Jamie Foxx where they had the, the Super Bowl, and he had like a Super Bowl, uh, like a little party, and he had his boys with him, and then of course Fancy and uh, his his aunt and a couple other girls came. with. And they was making so much so much noise and talking and gossiping. He kicked them out. So they ended up bumping into some legends, uh, in the in the, the um uh, in the hotel lobby. Uh, Lawrence Taylor was on the show. Uh, Charlie Ward. Was on there and they, you know, they end up hanging out with them. So Jamie went to go find Fancy to say he was, you know, was apologizing for kicking them out. But uh uh Braxton told him that he that she left with some with some NFL legends. So that, so right. So uh so Jamie and, and his boys went over there to where they was watching the game at and they get into a little heated little little discussion, and then next thing you know, they out there on the field playing. Uh, uh, flag football, and um, Jamie was getting beat up, and he kicked uh, he kicked his partners out because they wasn't they wasn't scoring and nothing like that. So he ended up getting uh, Braxton and and somebody else like a cook or something. So they ended up was coming back and stuff, and in the last play, Jamie acted like he he got he got tagged, but act like he uh, pulled the hamstring and laid down there for like hours until everybody left. Man, I was rolling, man. <laughs>
1: No, that, that, that was another good show, man. That was, that was a good one. But, you know, what's the common thread, man, with these shows, man? They, they were very short-lived, right? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, nah, yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: I can't say nothing else about it.
2: <laughs> yeah, very short-lived, but, man, they had some moments on that show. I remember the episode with WC and everybody from uh, Westside Connection. Yeah. And they, they had that party. Yeah. And had WC them spoke mm-hmm. their own language and they had to put subtitles on the screen. <laughs> Everything yeah. right. like, nigga, no no, 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 I'm like, what? And then basically said, let's go outside. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> that was my favorite episode. And not the hole in the wall in the hotel and went and took the party through the hole. That was terrible. And, the, and yeah. the screen shook a little bit. That was that was special effects at his worst, but it was hilarious. Hey. <laughs> hey,
0: that was the hey, that was the uh, penthouse suite. Cause they was like, Wait, man, ain't no penthouse suite. <laughs> and they, they made one.
2: Mm-hmm. oh they made the whole man had my, that, was, that was
1: hilarious well you know you know, Junior was going to find a way to get that cheese so he, mm-hmm. he figured it out that's funny well my uh, my number two is uh, actually the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air um, okay yeah that, that show right there man I mean you can't go wrong it's, it's the most iconic theme song we all know the words to it fire song mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. But I like that show just because of uh, the vibes that they had with that cast. Like, they felt like a real family to me, even on, on set and off the set. Because even, like, in recent years, when you see them come together, they just seem like they're real close. And I, and I like that. Because a lot of times in this day and age, when you see people that are acting, they're just trying to get a check. And I think these people actually jailed and they actually cared about each other uh, legit. So I, that, that, that show was, like, really awesome to me. And uh, my favorite character was Jeffrey, the butler. Mm, okay. That dude, man, even though he wasn't like the main character, because the main characters was like Phil and uh and, uh, and Will and, and Carlton, but mm, Jeffrey, Carlton, yeah, he had some shade out of this world, bro. He always had some smart ass shit to say, and I love that shit, dude. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. he was quick with it, man. He was wasn't quick it? with
1: it. And yeah. he and he never seemed like he was doing any work, but you know, I I respected him though, because he cause he was always there for some smart ass shit. Like it was always like Phil would be saying something or doing something that Jeffrey would be calling fat on the low like that she used to always have me cracking up so he was like the king <laughs> of sarcasm so I, I love that uh, my favorite episode actually is I'm going to get a little deep on with our listeners here but the episode that I that I related to too was that I don't know if you guys even remember this but it was the episode with Phil uh, with Will's uh, father when he came back out of like just from being out of his mm-hmm. life like whatever you remember that and mm-hmm. so, like, okay. Will was starting to bond with his father, and he's starting to get that relationship. But you can see Uncle Phil, like, a little bit from the sideline, he wasn't really feeling that because he was kind of like, I was the one that's been raising you. And now this guy's coming back in the picture, and he's kind of like trying to get all the shine again, right? But then yeah. you notice that his father, like, up and left all of a sudden. And then he tried to sneak out without even saying nothing to Will. And that, episode right there was like really, uh, important. And it also tackled on some like important issues that happen sometimes in our black community. Unfortunately, with a lot of our, you know, men not kind of spec stepping up to the table and being responsible for raising their children. And in that episode, you see Will very upset and distraught and he asked uncle Phil, you know, why doesn't he want me, man? And mm-hmm. it was just like, to me as a kid, and also kind of going through a situation like that, we're not having a father, figure in my life that shit hit me because i'm like damn you know that, that that's speaking to something that i thought that a lot of shows didn't do at that time and i thought that that was like just very powerful of an episode so i don't know if that was something you guys remember that that was uh that that episode hit me uh pretty pretty particularly like that was that was something
0: oh, man else. yeah i remember that man I, the, like like i just watched it uh you know the 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 killing part you know Phil wasn't. I was reading something about that episode. Phil wasn't supposed to hug Will, but it was so powerful and so dynamic. It was. He just instantly. He just did it like it was, like it was real life, even though it was a show. But that's how in tune the character was, and in that situation, man, that was that was real powerful. If you didn't, if you didn't have, if your eyes wasn't teary, because it it hit you. It hit you, man. And I, and I man, that episode there. You, after seeing that, you'll remember that. You'll remember that episode for the rest of your life. Yeah, yeah. They, had
2: some, they had some powerful moments. I remember that time when Carlton and Will were at the party, you know, and Will was placing for that uh, fraternity. And they didn't want to take Carlton because they said he wasn't black enough. Mm-hmm. That was probably mm-hmm. one of the, the crazy it, it was a real episode because a lot of people deal with that. And you watch an episode. And how, you know, how Will basically stood up for Carlton in that situation. Because, you know, Will kind of liked Carlton, but didn't, wasn't, you know, he wasn't in love with him as a family member. He thought Carlton was strange. And Carlton thought Will didn't belong in Bel Air. But the watch their relationship d- dynamically changed over the years is beautiful. To see those guys turn into, bro- they went from cousins to brothers by the, by the time they were done. Mm-hmm. And you don't get to see that magic on TV. But you can see they genuinely liked each other in real life. Outside the set, and you can see that chemistry every time they get on. Every time they get on the stage together.
1: Now, you're, yeah. you're definitely right about that. There also too, there was the one episode too where didn't Carlton he wanted to like shoot somebody or something like that, and I think Will talked them out of. Oh yeah, it. remember that?
0: Right, because I'm trying to think. Was was they getting? Was he getting stuck up or something? Because Will Will got shot.
1: Will got shot. Yep.
0: You're right. He got shot, and then it scared Carlton. So scared uh,
1: Carlton got that he, he went and got a pistol. And but then Will, but then Will realized. Go, go Carlton, ahead, press. Like, go ahead. No, I was gonna say he basically like talked to Carlton like you're not about that life, and you don't want those consequences. You know.
0: Right. Right. Why well, he's laying up in the hospital, man? He told him. Get me. <laughs> he told him like. And that was another powerful moment, man, because he said he owned. He saved his life. He owned. So he, he, man, that was fresh present man. That was them episodes. Yeah, some some powerful dynamic episodes on that on that show.
1: And that's like crazy. you said,
0: Pres, like you said, President something that they ain't really hitting on uh today, really. Where, you know, he had shows back then, they had he had meanings, even though it was funny or this and that, they they give a meaning. You can when you when that show is over, you can take something from it.
1: Right. You know, because like you said, they had their funny moments, but they got deep too. And I thought that those, that mm-hmm. was very important. So that, that show was amazing. And it, and it came on NBC too. And I just think that that's when TV was TV. Cause I, I don't watch any of that shit anymore, but that's, that's another story for another mm-hmm. episode. What you guys got for your uh, number one? I got a surprise on this one. Oh, I can't wait
2: to hear oh, this. Okay, so I'm I'm gonna go somewhere that a lot of people ain't thinking about right now. I'm gonna say the Chris Rock show, and I tell you what, that's my, well, that's Whoa. one of my That's Well, that's, that's, <laughs> that's my number one because Chris was ignorant as hell on HBO, and you guys think like some of them skits. He he launched a lot of musical careers. Like that's the first time Jay Z performed like that on I mean, HBO. He did "The Hard Knocks of Life" on there, and it was it was huge. He had great guests on that show. I mean, you, you talk about like you go from you know like you got Yante Diggs on that show. Don King showed up on there. Uh, yeah, Ayanna, who never fits anybody's family, used, was a guest on that show. <laughs> she was talking about black women on that show. Al Sharpton was there. Al <laughs> Iverson <said> never, <laughs> never, never fits no family. She, I mean, that me, woman, that woman taking money, man. You know, I don't understand, you know, that's, we can talk about that later. But anyway, you know, Spike Lee was okay. there. You know, D'Angelo did, D'Angelo did, how You Feel on that show? That I remember he came out and did this, you know, that's before the commercial where, you know, it wasn't, you know, the, not the commercial, but the, the video where he's like naked and he's, and he basically screaming. ass Yeah. So, I mean, you know, there was a lot of great, you had the Beastie Boys on there, you know, you know, before, you know when they were a group. Magic Johnson was on the show. Did a did an episode. He did everything. We talk about having AIDS. It it was weird because well HIV. Let me correct myself here. So Chris did everything. Asked magic questions that were unrelated to HIV, and that was it. Was it wasn't funny, but it was interesting because he was trying not to go there, but the audience wanted him to go there. But it it was hilarious. I mean, I would say like. Uh, I love the fact that he uh he let, he let and Rosa Parks on the show, and that was a hella performance. Mm. You know, Outcast Live any any time of year is beautiful. You know, he had Biz marky on there a few times. You know, we had a, we had a young, uh, a young drug-free DMX on the show. <laughs> and uh-huh. Jerry then he had the Jerry Springer episode as so the DMX is on. So Jerry and him pretend to fight to open up the show. It was pretty funny. And you know, it, it just you know just great times, whatever basically, you know. He even had he even had Jason Williams on the show, and this is before Jason had the shooting in
1: his house. <laughs> so, so there's a lot going on. I mean, I would say from that show, you know, I, 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 hey, hey Novak, I forgot all about he shot that uh, the guy.
2: And then, yeah, uh, yeah, he did. He, he, that shooting happened. Ramsey right, was on the Chris Rock show in his mansion. I was like, what the hell. But I would say my funniest, some of my funniest moments on that Chris Rock show, I was watching the other night and uh he had that he had the excuse my language folk, that nigga please cereal for the UPN <laughs> network. I was laughing so hard, my stomach hurt, man. That was hilarious. And then he had the he had the militant hate group, the HK, you know, HK, the militant hate group was funny. I remember 12 hours of freedom, free Bobby Brown campaign. Oh, that was funny as hell, man. And then, you know, and then I still, I love that one episode. uh, That's a Jada Pickett episode. He interviewed Pootie Tang. (laughs) And he did that tippy-tie, that that (laughs) tippy-tie on the show. Mm. Oh, man. Then he had LSG come out there and try to clean it up. So he had Pootie Tang come on the show. It's him. You know, his character, he basically played, he basically, you know, did like a double that night. So, you know, he pretended to be Pootie Tang. And then he he flipped back to Chris. And then Chris asked Pootie a question. And Pootie did his hit song "Tippy Toe," and I was laughing so hard, man. I re- I remember like uh, that was great dorm stuff, man. We watched that. Well, so I'm my age right now. We watched that Chris yeah. Rock show in the dorm, and we thought it was hilarious. We watched Chris Rock and BET Uncut. That's all we watched in college, and so, and you know, it just you know, it, it, you know, if you think about it. The funny, the funny thing about that TV show, well, you know, that, you know, that show for Chris is that. The, the skits were so damn controversial. Like the taxi driver confessions, he stole that from HBO. He riding around Harlem, talking about, I ain't gonna pick that dude up. That dude gonna rob me. <laughs> hmm. I mean, but the Chris Rock show, man, it was great. I mean, we even, I mean, we even got uh, man, we even got bust, we even got Young Buster Rhymes debuted on that show. This is uh leaders of the new leaders of the, the new school bus the you know that's when you had that fire right right the only right. thing I, the only thing I thought was whack on that is when LL did phenomena on the show I was like come on <laughs> yeah you know LL, I like you man but when you did phenomena you came out there the lights man and I was just like this ain't this ain't the LL I want to see it was too it was too it was too silky to watch man it was too sassy you know I I didn't want that LL on the stage you know I wanted you, to you, be a little bit. A little bit harder you know what i mean it, it was too much
0: going on you you know what novak man i man i want to thank you man because i haven't seen the chris rock show in so long. i have to go back and watch it because i forgot all about those episodes man
1: also too he man. had some great writers on that show mm-hmm. on the sykes oh yeah
0: good. i have to go back and look at them man because i believe didn't he wasn't he driving around with uh Ice cream truck with Tupac, a Tupac head on it, or something. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah he Dude, watched,
0: you, man. man, you gonna make me? I, man, I gotta go back and watch some um, episodes, man.
2: It was hilarious. I remember he had Earth the Kid on the show doing Black History moments. That had me cracking up, man. Earth the Kid scares the hell out of me. It <laughs> was well, scared the hell out of me in that situation. i be. I remember he had uh, he had John Amos on the show. I watched that one a couple of days ago again. And then you know he uh when he put Ali uh, he had like Farrakhan doing a clip and he had Ali LeBroy uh pretend to be Farrakhan oh my God it, it, it's a funny show it's just that it was so it was so ahead of his time you know we only got four seasons of it and you know mm. it, it just you know well three three and a half almost four it was you know yeah Louis C K was writing on that show you know you had uh I mean you had like one of the sites did a lot of work on it yep. it was filmed in New York City. You know, you had Grandmaster Flash did the opening music. Oh man, it was it was it, it was great because you know all of New York showed up and showed out. And the first episode was Johnny Cochran with Prince. Right. Don't get no better than that. You had Johnny Cochran basically come out and talk about the OJ case <laughs> on the show. On the that show. Was, that was episode one.
1: Yep.
2: And then mm. I, and I, I remember he had that, that uh, you know talking about renaming streets. He did that Tupac um, Tupac Shakur Boulevard. Oh my God, that was funny as hell,
1: man. He also had a episode. We had Al Sharpton and Jay Z on there.
2: Yep, yep, that is true. That is true. I
1: mean, the only person who performed
2: twice on that show was D'Angelo. D'Angelo was on there twice. He did musical performances twice on the Chris Rock show. Uh, the Maxwell one was too. It was too freaky to watch as a man. You know, Maxwell bothers me in person sometimes. You know, he gets in the bathtub, does cocoa cure and stuff like that. He, like, make him stop. I, you know, his, his mm. music, it sounds like he's trying to get in your head. I'm like, I'm a man. I don't want to, <laughs> like, you know, I'm like, I think he, I think his music is awesome. But Maxwell, the way he looks in the camera, it's like he's not just singing to the to the ladies. I feel like some of those dudes in the background are like, we, yeah. <laughs> 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 it's, it's... <laughs> I mean, you know. Might be. I mean, you got a song called Something, Something, Something. What the hell is that? And it, it, It's cold. Something, 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 and every song sounds the same.
0: Oh man!
2: I remember I used to play that. I used to play that album in the dorm, man, and people just be mesmerized. Come standing your door and gyrate. You're like, what's up? You got, Ma- <laughs> you
0: got Maxwell alone. I'm like, what? He said, standing the door and gyrate.
2: You okay over there? I'm gonna go put me on some pajamas. So I'm like, what? Maxwell did all this. I put on, I put on some, some Jay Z and Nas. And people walk by the door, f you. I put those some Maxwell. <laughs> People, you watching TV tonight? Like not with your ass, but yo, know, I want you to move on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, he said, Jai reading.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know Maxwell. You know he he really put Maxwell out. He really put Maxwell out there bedtime. Don't forget, he uh he had Erica Badu do one of those erotic performances. He did on and on on the show, and Tracy Morgan was the the guest that night. I remember people watching that in the dorm and talking, oh, Erica Baddu, yo, know, that's you know, that's the one for me. And I'm, looking, I'm like, man, I don't something about that woman. Yo, know, you she takes your music, she gives you musical talent, and then you disappear. She makes you great and then you disappear.
0: <laughs> hmm.
2: mm-hmm.
0: Man, that's what's man, that's what's up. Man, that's a good show, dude. I'm a. am definitely gonna rewatch it, man, because I forgot about all that, man. I'm gonna definitely be watching. Um, uh, so I' My number one, you guys already hit on it. My number one was Martin. And we um, we already talked about all the characters he played and stuff like that. You know, Martin went from 92 to 97. One thing I really appreciate with Martin, Martin came in on the end of the Cosby Show because the Cosby Show ran from 84 to 92. Now, Martin was starting in 92, so, you know, the Cosby show was big, especially for black uh, audience, you know, with uh, Phil and, and, and Claire as being a doctor and a lawyer, you know, prestigious and raising their kids and stuff like that. Okay. Then when that's going off the air, you're like, damn, what are we going to watch? And then Martin filled right in, man. Like you said, those first four episodes, the, yeah, the first four episodes on Martin was was on top, man, was dope, man. The first season came in and you know, I you, you know he played his his mother and stuff like that, and 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 and, and all the other uh, the rest of the characters. D- that dude was a genius. That you know the writers and stuff like that. Man, that show was a, was a genius. You had you know Tommy who, you know, talk about work, but he he never don't nobody know where he work at. And then Cole was just uh, the 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 weird one who just the, the dumb one and stuff, and just say all crazy stuff. Who always trying to get with Pam, but Pam don't give him no play. Stuff like that, and yeah, Gina. Gina was funny and stuff. So, man, that show right there, Martin is for for me ultimate favorite man. I watch it to the day. I mean, I I think yesterday had a Martin been on BET for uh, showing reruns on BET for a minute now, and I'm always sitting there watching it. What was um, your favorite,
1: What was your favorite character?
0: The favorite character? It's it's a couple. It's a couple. I like. I like uh uh Dragonfly. Only reason why I like Dragonfly because I'm into the arts and stuff like that. And he, he do just is funny with all this the little dance move. The, you know, he, he 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 putting dance in his in his fighting and his is in his in his style and his art and stuff and always getting whooped and stuff like that. Except for that one time he actually he actually uh beat up on the student. But that only happened once. But my ultimate um uh, character is Otis. Otis okay. was, was Otis was funny as shit, man. Ah, I remember your, one episode. <laughs> one episode, Pam parked that car. Remember they all they won that they won that sweep state and they won that car. Remember they entered that oh, yeah. sweep state and they won that yeah. car. Yeah. And yep. everybody was sharing that car, right? So Pam went to the ATM, and Otis was out there, you know, checking make sure everybody was was straight. And Pam was about to go you know, and get some money out the ATM, but she, but oldest wanted her to move the car cause she was parking illegally. And she told, she told grandpa, she's like, yeah, I'm moving in a second. He said, no, you're going to move it now. And then he started tearing the car up. And then she, and then Pam was like, <laughs> she like, uh, 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 like, hold on captain. You ain't got to tear my car. He said, he said, uh, Cap, she called him captain kangaroo. And she said, Oh, is the captain watch me hop on all in on his hood and stuff. Man, I was busting up rolling. Man, he told him he told like the seat cover, the side mirror, and stuff like that, and and started hitting it with his nightstick. Man, that boy was a fool, man. Yeah. So, yeah, that was my favorite character.
1: The funny thing about Otis, he had them damn glasses, and he was always pulling up his damn pass. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh, man, and no pants was fans. tight in
0: the front. They tight,
2: The pants was tight anyway,
1: but they he were, still
2: pull them up. But he had little ankles. He had small he had small lower legs. So, so basically the top part of him was huge, but his pants were too big. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Watch out there, you young punk.
1: <laughs> oh my god. He was oh, ultimate. Man. He was the ultimate security guard. Yeah, he was. That, that, that show right there was it, it it didn't get the acclaim that it deserved. Cause man, that that Martin was a genius in his time. Man, he, mm-hmm. he was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Uh so man, I'm gonna hit you guys with my number one. It's uh it's an animated show, it's The Simpsons. And uh Ooh, okay, still it's still rolling, still rolling, right? What's it and, season 40? Yeah, right. But you gotta think about it. When we were kids, that show started, and a lot of people don't know this. They started on the Tracy Ullman show. Now, I'm really gonna show my age right here. Butterfinger. That's right. <laughs> yep. And so a lot of people don't realize that, but they started off as like like one of those little bit, little three five minute type of con- uh c- uh cartoon, and then it took off. So then Fox gave mm-hmm. them their own show, and uh, I don't know what you guys think, but for for me, uh my favorite character on The Simpsons was Homer. That dude was he was hilarious, man. He was a uh, deadbeat dad, but he. To me, he had a good heart, but he was always choking his son out. and That, that shit was just crazy. Just, just watching that. He always, mm-hmm. like, he him and Bart, they had, like, a weird dynamic. But you could tell, like, they, they were tight. But at the same time, he would check the shit out of Bart and not even think twice about it. So that, that was kind of funny. Uh, and then my favorite episode of the show, and I don't know how tight you guys were with uh, watching the Simpsons, but the, the episode where Marge was going against that guy that came into Springfield Trying to get them to get that monorail. That episode was dope to me because, like, that damn uh, monorail song. Uh, Phil Hartman kind of did the voiceover for that character, but that was such a good episode. And the Simpsons like underrated. They had a lot of really good musical uh, like little tracks that was on the show. And I don't know if you guys remember that episode, but that was that was my favorite one. That
2: episode was dope. It's up there the Michael Jackson episode, which they took away. That you know, was the, with the white Michael Jackson. Oh my God! You know, in the mental house, <laughs> and then you know you got Mike mm-hmm. at the end of the show singing "Lisa, it's your birthday." And I'm like, wow. What is that, and Lisa, it's your birthday. <laughs> happy yeah, birthday, right. yeah. uh, Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, the white Michael Jackson. Oh, that was hilarious. I mean, it was. I mean, I I could get I could see that being number one. I totally forgot about that show because it's still running. It's so it's, it's mm-hmm. the 90s it's the old it's the, it's the you know it's the double o it's the tens and the 20s right now i mean that's still 40 years deep yep i mean it's still relevant it's still relevant very relevant i mean i remember they predicted trump being president yeah the Simpsons did that yep. they have an old episode about that they predicted OJ OJ was gonna be OJ <laughs> mm.
1: you know what? I, like, forgot, I forgot all about that OJ Well, you are right yeah, they, he going to go back to jail. I was like,
2: wow. He went back. I was like, whoa. Simpsons is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, they, they they gave us a Trump presidency. Uh, they talked about this pandemic in one of those episodes. This episode where people got sick. You remember that yeah, episode? That's
1: what the whole town was living in the bubble. Remember oh. that?
2: Yep, 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 yep. So if you watch, if you want to know what's going to happen in the next five years, watch The Simpsons.
1: Because, yeah, they'll, they'll tell you. Uh, they Also, too, Nobody really talks about this when it comes to Homer, but he was the worst worker ever. And he gave no, sh- like, he gave no fucks about it at all.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, he, this guy worked, he worked at a nuclear plant, and he didn't take that job seriously at all. Like, I'm like, you could, like, basically blow up the whole t- the town. and Homer just didn't care at all. It, it was just, it was funny. I also, too, remember the one episode where Homer actually, uh, I remember, I don't know, with him and Mr. Burns, they had like that whole union union fight, and and Homer basically helped the union. He was like the union lead, but it was by accident. The only reason why he like cared about the strike was because the uh, the power plant they canceled uh, dental insur- uh, insurance, and he wanted to get braces for Lisa. So that's why I say like with Homer, he was kind of a bad dad, but at the same time, he was like he was decent at the same time too. He was just a he was just a dopey guy, uh, but. That show to me was like memorable, and, and Novak brought it up. The fact that that show was still relevant after all these years, it's been mainstream, and it's almost just like a part of, if, a part of America when you think about it. They tackle social issues as well, uh, so it, it's it's just a lot of uh, really good things with that show. And then also too, that show it reminds you of just how families are. They were very dysfunctional, but at the same time, you know they they had a love for each other that you know a lot of people probably can relate to you know, because at the end of the day, no matter on the outside of Flanders or whoever the hell else came around, they would tighten it up and they would be a strong family union. So I I, I love that show. Mm-hmm. That's my, that's my number one. I support that.
2: I endorse that. I mean, I,
1: yeah,
2: I remember the Bart Simpson t-shirts. I had a Bart Simpson t-shirt. I thought it was, I had an Icaramba and I thought it was awesome. <laughs> that t-shirt was, you know, it was everything to me at that point in time. I mean, Simpsons, you know, very underrated. You know, it, you know, you you know, he's, he's spin off into Futurama, which is a great show. That's a very underrated show. Futurama, you know, that's my, that's an honorable mention for me. I mean, Fry is hilarious. Okay. I mean, Futurama is one of those shows. It's more controversial than Simpsons. If you watch that show, and you really pay attention to it, you're like, wow, this is pretty funny.
1: <laughs> Who'd you have as your uh, honorable mention, uh, Jude? Did you have another show that just missed your top five? Uh man, you know what?
0: If if I was to do an honorable mention, it'd have been in living color. Cause I was really going back and forth, but then I was looking at it like, man, I got the Wayne Brothers and I got uh Jamie Foxx. I was like, ah, they came from in Living Color. So but that ain't living color, man. That man, that was man, that was funny, man. That's that, that's my honorable mention.
1: I think from mine it was gonna uh, it was gonna be family matters. And that and that, oh, that, that shit, was... yeah, right. Yeah, that one fell just out of my top five, but I, you know, I just I couldn't find any room for it. Uh, but that show right there, that that show was a it was a good show, man. Um, the only only issue I have with that show, I don't know how you guys feel about it, but I feel like Urkel he picked the wrong female because if it would have been me, I would have went with Myra. But you know, well, you know, Laura Winslow to him,
2: I don't know what he saw, and I it used to frustrate me watching him go with Laura Winslow every show. And I was just like, "Come on, man!" And then he became Stefan, uh, Stefan Urkel. Yeah. And she could, and she, and she didn't know what to do. So they kind of flipped the switch on to make her to make her suffer a little bit, because <laughs> she didn't know how to handle that when he became cool. No, she didn't handle it because she was superficial. You know, she, <laughs> <laughs> she was very superficial. She's what you know. She reminded so much of one of those those people in high school who thought they were very important, but
1: they weren't important. So oh, and she and she was a six on her best day. So I'm like. Get over six, yourself. Six boy. out of twenty. Like mm. hey, what, what are we talking mm. about?
2: Nothing. Nothing. There was nothing to look at. In that situation, I mean you gotta think when your, when your auntie was better than you, ain't nothing to say. <laughs> <situation>. <laughs> I ain't a lot of uh, Auntie, uh, auntie was, was bad. Yeah, they were trying to send little Richie away every episode. <laughs> you
1: know, hey, what was little Richie's dad? That's that's what I want to know. Oh ah, man, he it's had a whole, good, hey, little Richie had that good hair too.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: There's a whole story behind that, man. It's like, I was, <laughs> you know, Papas, maybe. <laughs> Something I can say about that. It was Papas
2: Fritas.
1: But no, uh, yeah. no, the one thing, too, I was just going to say is uh, Myra, she was, she was a ride or die. So, I, I I just, I feel like Laura, she played too many games. So, uh, the, mm-hmm. o- the only other thing, too, when it came to Urkel in this day and age, he would have been canceled because Laura did tell him no, like, over a 100 times, and he just did not. Take no for an answer. So, a lot of these shows, I, I just think that in today's day and age, and the way that our culture is, Urkel, man, you gotta take no for an answer, bro. You'd just... right. be up mm-hmm. number, be up you number two, David
0: Junior, right?
2: Without <laughs> yeah. oh, no dogs, <laughs> you know? I mean, oh, it, He said Shit. no. You read about that. You read about that press. She said no every episode. He kept. He got stronger with it. Yeah, so, oh man, he oh, got man.
1: the
2: can't give up mentality, man. He he was he was ride to die for that for that crotch, man.
1: He was gonna get
3: it. <laughs> <laughs> he had to have
1: it. I mean, so 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 bad that he created a whole alter ego. Man, I know he he needed it. He, he had to have it in his life. Man, that's that power that you know what, boys. Yeah, he, he had that early bad dude. <laughs> oh man, Laura Winslow had the original incense. incense. At <laughs> yeah, these talking "I see
2: you next lifetime, I was like, What is really going on?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. What, uh, what do you guys have for your uh most overrated 90s uh sitcom? I'm gonna go ahead and throw it out here right now, Sex in the City.
2: Okay, talk, talk. I hate that damn show. I watch it, but I hate it, and I'll tell you why I watch it because you, you know. Sometimes, like, you know, you're at home and the wife of somebody, meet, you know, they always want to watch it. And you're sitting there, and you realize that Carrie Bradshaw was an asshole. And, yes. I wa- and I'm watching the show, and I'm just like, she ruined every man that she came in contact except for Big, who, who played her ass throughout the whole entire six seasons. He got her ass. He got her back big He left her at the altar that time. She deserved it. I mean, <laughs> she fucking deserved it, man. I mean, you know, you, you destroy Aiden you know the, the the probably you think you go back to sex and City. probably the most controversial scene was when the Russian you know Alex slapped her you know he, he hit her he hit her and he got overseas he got he got her over he got overseas and slapped her and she didn't know what to do that was the first time in her life that a man had said, "I'm tired of your bullshit and shut up and shut up carrie he, he hit her you know it's I don't advocate violence on women, but I would say like that was early what the hell t v because nobody expected you know Jeff, Sarah and Jesse Parker get hit on a sitcom, you know what I mean, but he got it pretty good. And then, you know, you also had uh, you had the Blair Underwood uh, controversy with the Blair Underwood and the big nipples controversy he was on that show. Yeah, it was terrible. He was the he was the black love interest, and I was like, what is really going on? And you know, and women today go like, did you see his nipples? I'm like, what the hell? This a man? What are you talking about? Did you see his nipples? No, I'm not looking at Blair Underwood's nipples. I mean, it was it was weird. <laughs> It was weird, or whatever. Basically. I mean, the show was so stereotypical. You know, you had Big had the, you had Natasha, who was better than Carrie, you know, better class. You know, was a model, and you go back to Carrie Bradshaw. What the hell? Then you had Stanford, who was, it was the original, you know, gay best friend. He was hilarious. Uh, she screwed Jack Berger up. I remember that weak dude Skipper on the show, that was, uh, you know, that was, that's, you know, uh, you know Miranda's character destroyed. He broke his little heart and he was running around through the city talking about, You're not going to talk to me like that. It was, you know, it was weird that Charlotte York tried to pretend to be something she wasn't, you know, and she ended up marrying that, you know, marrying the Jewish guy, converted to Judaism at the end of the show. It was a bald guy, right? Yeah, the bald guy. You know, the one who had the bad hair on his back and everything like that. Because remember, she's married to Trey and Trey, <laughs> and Trey thought she was born and couldn't get erection and screw her. <laughs> and he only wanted to screw her there when you know. he thought he was stealing it. When he thought he was getting something he wasn't supposed to get, it was so funny.
1: I mean, that is uh, actually true. Yeah, he was he was weird with her when it came to that. Oh, I, uh yeah. On that show, I like that Samantha dude. She she was she was a savage, bro. She was a beast. Yeah. She, if you think about it, that whole show, those
2: women, those four women, Screwed, her, had more body. They, their body count was ignorant. <laughs> now, now today. You know, to, if they're doing this today, you know, I mean, back then they were secretly smashing everybody. Women, other races get called hoes in what they do. They got, you know, they did it on the low and then talked about it every week. You know, there's nothing left for them. You know, not to sound like a sexist or anything like that, but they went through the whole city. There was no man left in New York City. They used to bump into men, they screwed whatever with new men. That's how this New York City is huge. You know, if you bump into the same guy every time you go get a go get a sandwich, that means you didn't you didn't screw too many people in the city.
1: <laughs> Damn, <laughs> they, they would get a sandwich. They, hey, they would be out having lunch. and They'd be running into people. That shit was funny. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh my God, Jack
1: over there, hide me! I only <laughs> had sex with him one time. He was terrible. I
2: mean, you know, you had a lot of mm. you had like you know like I couldn't stand Steve Brady on the show. You know, the guy that uh. The guy that Miranda ended up marrying had the kid by she did oh, him yep. she, she yep. did it. He was so weak on the show. You know, I want you to get out. You we just had sex. I don't need you. I'm like, whoa. Damn. Yeah, he, sex he, was yeah city he, is evil, he man. Yeah, he, he got real weird order Yep. hmm He became the chick and she became the guy. And that's when he lost control. And then she screwed Blair Underwood. He walked in on he had to watch Blair Underwood, pipe her down. <laughs> he watched. Damn. It. Yeah.
1: He, wa- he watched what she really been wanting that whole time,
2: and she had just had a baby too. So it was it was fresh. It was fresh out the, the ER. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, boy, boy, oh, from there toned her up. Toned up, man. If the stitches were still there, not sure. Wow. Damn. He walked in <laughs> with the he walked in with the baby. Hey, oh, oh. Mm-hmm. Even the baby saw it. Mama, my, my.
0: how you doing? <laughs> Blair, we getting some of that milk, boy.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> the You remember that episode uh, with, Smash, with Screw screwing the thug? Yes. The rec- oh my god, the record yep. producer. Yep, the record producer. Yep. That was wild, man. He was knocking her back. She wanted, she wanted to be with. Her. He was like, "I can't leave you because my I like my sister
1: more than you." <laughs> yep. She was kind of. She was heartbroken over that too. She was. She was, and she she normally didn't care. Mm-hmm. He got her good. Yep. That's funny. What, what what
0: you got, Jules? All right, so my overrated show is friends.
2: Amen. Talk
1: to him. Talk to him, Jules. Talk to them.
0: Friends. Now, I I had to do some research because I want to make sure I was, I was, I was, I was giving them, you know, some respect here because I was like, I never watched the show. I watched maybe one episode and I just didn't think it was funny. Not to knock it, not to knock it. I know people, friends is just, people love friends. But for me, I just couldn't get into it. It went for 10 seasons from 94 to 04. It won like 76 awards. They was getting like freaking like 50 million episodes. So it was popular. I just didn't find it funny. Uh, they had six. They had six. Three girls and three guys, and they pretty much shoot their stuff in an apartment or in that coffee house, that coffee shop. And it just wasn't my just wasn't my thing. So I tried watching it last week, or you know, try to uh, check it out and give it another shot. And I just couldn't couldn't get into it. So that's me. That's my over. That's my overrated show, cause so many people like it and think it's the, it's funny and this and that. And I just. I just i I can't get into it. <laughs> that's all I have
1: well uh jules i, I I'm gonna agree with you because I'm gonna go with that one as well i I just think and i and I, I I watched more than a couple episodes um so listeners don't don't try to come for my boy Jules because he only list, looked at one episode because <laughs> really that's all you need. the show's fucking trash, so get over it so um, <laughs> yeah. I think this show honestly at best was overrated and it was problematic at worst. So you got to think about it. This show, they 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 dealt with a lot of stereotypes that I didn't like. And then where were the black people in this show? Like, really? We, we, there were no black people in the 90s in New York? Well, he dated one. You know, Ross dated,
2: uh, what's her name? He Aisha? Aisha. Taylor. Aisha Tyler. Yeah, he, he dated her. Taylor,
0: yeah,
2: yeah he, that was the first probably character on the show besides the people in the, in the coffee shop that were passing through. <laughs> so, I mean,
1: that's about it
2: that's
1: yeah, Exactly. That, that was it though. So that that, that part that bothered me a little bit. But also, too, okay. I'm just gonna be a hundred percent with our audience here. We've seen this show before. <laughs> you know what the show was called? The college. <laughs> Living single. Was, was it was well, well, oh, oh, okay, right, okay, right, right, right. They yeah, they copied it. They copied it all away. And guess what? Listeners, you can add us, PBTC mm-hmm. pod. I don't care because that show was copied. They mm-hmm. swagger jacked our show and it tried to make it their own. And guess what? Even Jennifer Aniston's badass couldn't save that show from being trash. I'm sorry. That's the only reason why I watched it. So just
2: but she had like many <laughs> different but she had many different forms. She did if you ever watched the first season and compared to the last season, she had so much work done that I don't know who the hell that was on last season of Friends. And I do agree with you guys. It is, you know, that's my that's my you know, that was my second choice for most overrated show because that shit was unrealistic. How could they all screw each other basically and be friends? Come on now.
1: Living sequel sequel didn't work like that. Living was more sophisticated than this show. It was more sophisticated, and they were actually friends. Mm-hmm. Also, think, think about it from this stu- standpoint, Novak. How the hell did they afford to live in New York as, as expensive as New York live, and they had busted-ass jobs? Like, explain that to me. I don't get it. I mean,
2: unless they had inheritance, you know, that might be part of the privilege package. You never know who, get, who left somebody some money or something like that. But, you know, Ross don't even had a real job. Joey was yeah. a struggling actor. Rachel, Rachel was in the bar. She's bar backing the whole time, and you know. And then you know, you look at the, you know, you look at Chandler. Chandler, you know, from what I read and I memorized, he was high the whole entire time they did it, Friends in real life. And so, so oh, I mean,
1: damn.
2: yeah, he was on drugs.
1: Yeah, if, he was. Yeah. yeah.
2: So, if you notice, like his personality was so weird. It was so like he was, you know, like I guess cocaine is a hell of a drug, and you know, I think it makes you funny when you're not, not supposed to be funny because you know that relationship he had with. um, you know, with you know, with, you know, with Ross's sister was so weird. You know what I mean? They were sneaking and having sex, and they didn't want anybody to know, but everybody knew. So I'm like, how stupid is this? You know, that's they they wanted you to believe that nobody knew. So I mean, friends, friends is weird. You know, like in that situation. I mean, I unfortunately we have the box set, and I've never <laughs> opened it. I've never opened it because it's always on TV, and I'm mad as hell that HBO Max is gonna reboot this trash. And, yep. and who the hell want to see that? You are reboot living single, you know, or something like that. Yep. I, mean, I know I sound biased in that situation, but that you was got, such you know, a better
1: show. You ain't show. biased. You ain't biased. No. Yeah. Huh. Oh.
2: You, you want to bring back Joey and Chandler? Nobody want to see their old asses. I don't want to see them. You know, what they going <laughs> to talk about? Grandkids? <laughs> so they should have grandkids by now. <laughs>
1: I'll say too, man. That show just wasn't relatable to me. You know, just watching it, yeah. I just I couldn't relate to yeah. any characters, right? So I just so. I never understood why it was so popular. And uh, for mm-hmm. anyone that challenges our opinions on that, I guarantee you guys never saw Living Single. And I challenge you to watch Living Single. You know, watch the first season season of Little Living Single, and you'll see what we mean mm-hmm. about the fact that it's a carbon copy of that show.
2: Oh, I agree. I mean, I think everybody should spend some time with that and take a look at it just to understand where it came from. I mean, and then you think about Matt LeBlanc, you know, who's been, man, he's been around forever in the, you know, in the game. He just, he got better job after better job. You know what I mean?
1: (laughs) Yeah, because now now he's doing the HBO and Showtime series now, you know? Yep, 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 yep. I mean, he, he blew up in that situation. He definitely did, but I'll—I'll I'll, I'll tell you guys. Just uh, you tell us which show was better after you take a look at it. But I guarantee you that a lot of you probably don't even know Living Single, and you should introduce yourself to that because that was a really good show, and it probably just missed our top five. So, hmm. Uh, Novak, man, hit us with uh our curtain call, our final segment here on the show. Okay, what I—yo,
2: know, what I want to do is uh. I definitely want to give a shout out here, basically to the to the 90s. The decade was fun. It was probably one of the the happier times in each our lives. We graduated from high school. and started a college life. The the 90s brought us you know TJF, which I didn't know what that meant when I was in, when I was in grammar school because I was never at home in grammar school. I was always in somebody's gym, and I remember being in high school. and like, oh thank God it's Friday. I'm, like, I'm so slow. So I, I didn't know what that meant. So I was like, it took me years to figure that out because I never took the time. We didn't have Google back then to go search what that was. So, I mean, I would say like, you know, T.J.F. it meant a lot to everybody growing up during that time period because, you know, we could sing those theme songs like The Family Matters. We had Step by Step, you know, which had a great song. The Chicago Bulls ruled the basketball universe. We also witnessed hip-hop reach its peak in popularity. You know, Biggie and Tupac became legends during that point in time. Uh, R&B became the the standard for good music during that decade, and last but not least, the 90s brought us The Box. Oh, my God. I used to order Luke videos. I remember ordering uh, Scarred on on The Box, and that's (laughs) showing up on the phone bill, and my mom was like, what is Luther Campbell? I'm like, oh, no. And I mean, you know, you had some hot videos on there. I remember that. You had Informer with Snow. I mean, The Box is awesome, so... So if you didn't have cable back then, the box allows you to see popping music videos. You know, I I was unfortunately was one of those kids. Cable was a was a was a treat. It wasn't like a given like today where I pay my cable bill all the time or I or I'm trying to cut my my cables right now and go to strictly to streaming services. Uh, so the box was everything for us during that time period because I never knew if I was gonna have MTV. If I I had MTV probably less than I wanted to in life. <laughs> and I probably didn't miss much at all. You know. And I would say, like you know, we definitely appreciate everything you know that the '90s gave us. You know, it gave us a different perspective on you know, the black family on TV. It showed us, like you know, how TV could be, and also left us wondering what the future is going to look like. You know, I want to see a, I want to see more, you know, diverse sitcoms in the future, things that are more realistic. So I'm looking forward to what you know what the future brings in terms of sitcoms.
1: All right, that's what's up, uh, Jules. Hit us with that uh, final thought, brother.
0: You know, today we talked about our top five 90 sitcoms. Man, did it bring back some good memories, man? I'm over here smiling and stuff, just thinking about it, uh, thinking about this episode. It's a good episode here. You know, sitcoms brought family together, laughter, and fun. You know, we definitely in need of some good laugh now these days. Um, I know you, everybody heard the saying, time heal all wounds. And even though our country is going through or it has gone through some some trying times right now, we are healing slowly but surely. Now, this quote is from a man, Freddie Fry. And he said, Laughter is the best medicine, a good laugh heals a lot of hurt. And a good smile is a curve that set everything straight, so why are you looking so sad? I know you feeling down and out. I need you to smile. I need you to laugh because I promise you a good busting laugh can lighten your day, can lighten the mood, can brighten and make it can brighten the room, make you feel so much better. You know studies show that laughter curves a lot of things that ills you. Just keep just keep a light hearted mindset, light hearted mindset. Keep yourself in a positive uh, uh, mindset to smile. It'll change the energy in the room, change the energy in your body, the energy in your mindset. So I promise you, a good laugh can curve, it make you feel so much better.
1: Press. Gentlemen, that's a really good episode. Like I said, listeners, we wanted to give you guys some content here to just kind of break the the heaviness of what's going on. And obviously, the Pulling Back the Curtain podcast, we want to make sure that we're giving you guys authentic content. But we also wanted to take a moment here to give you guys something to laugh about, something to smile about, because we also need that during these times. Fellas, episode 18, here's in the books. It's been a good episode. We want to give a special shout out to our sponsor, Samato Coffee. Welcome to the Pulling Back the Curtain family. We also want to thank all of our listeners for their continued support. New listeners, keep riding with us. We're going to keep hitting you guys with really good content. Without you, we would not be. As always, you can follow this podcast on Spotify. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts. We're also on iHeartRadio. We're the Pulling Back the Curtain Podcast. Thanks for listening. Peace.